0: Withers Talks, Family and Family Office, a podcast series that discusses various topics relating to issues associated with managing, protecting, and enhancing multi-generational family wealth. I'm Ivan Sachs, the global head of Withers Family Office Group and joining me today is David Gwynn, head of the corporate practice at Withers in the United States. David advises public companies, fund managers, investment advisors, as well as high net worth domestic and international individuals and families on a range of issues governed by the U.S. securities law and other regulatory matters. Today's podcast will focus on staffing a family office, specifically employment agreements and employment compensation incentives for performance and retention before we begin please note that anything discussed in this podcast is for informational purposes only and we're not providing any legal advice david thank you for joining me thanks for having me ivan david in the area of family office employments there are a number of interesting areas but one of them is compensation arrangements and how to structure in the unique environment of a family office compensation structures that will incentivize and compete for the better employees and for retaining them. What are some of the types of compensation that you see in this area?
1: In addition to the basic salary, you'll have discretionary cash bonuses, what I call nominal investments, which are both a nominal cash amount of investment or some type of a phantom equity program, a straight carried interest, a co-investment program or a leveraged co-investment program and I would say that some family offices do require a portion of incentive compensation to be reinvested with the family.
0: Nominal investments, that's an interesting term of art and you use the term phantom. Can you explain why that's of relevance in particular in the family office area?
1: Sure, so you know, many families have a close association between themselves and their business and they are not keen to allow non-family members to have equity or ownership interests in the family business. That's both to avoid dilution and also because there are certain rights that accrue to minority equity holders that the family doesn't want someone else to hold.
0: So there are ways to get around that problem but still give people a parallel profits interest?
1: Yeah, you create structures or instruments that mimic equity like returns. So you would get the same type of economic return as if you owned an equity interest without actually owning the equity interest and having the control rights uh, that go along with that.
0: So family families founded a major company, the stock is associated with the family historic and they're not so eager to incentivize compensation by actually giving options and diluting themselves on that stock itself for example. So you're talking about phantom interests of one kind or another that mirror that uh, performance without actually giving that.
1: Correct. It's not only dilution, but many families have a concern about the types of rights that a minority interest might give an employee. So they don't want to give them any type of equity interest that has rights associated with it sometimes.
0: And that has certain tax advantages or can be structured in a way so as also not to incur immediate income tax or vesting of rights, is that right?
1: We do a couple things. One, almost all of these compensation structures have a vesting element to them because that's part of the retention. You don't want someone to have the economics immediately accrue to them. Also, we try and structure it from a tax perspective so that the taxation event doesn't occur until the cash actually arrives in the employee's hands.
0: Now, you mentioned carried interest and fund-like concepts those would seem to be limited to family office arrangements that are in fact structured as participants in a family fund. Is that the way that tends to arise?
1: Families don't often think of their structures as funds. They function much like funds. If a family investment partnership, you can create all the types of incentives you would normally associate with a fund structure, like a carried interest. But it does typically require them to have some type of an investment portfolio as opposed to an operating business, for example.
0: And this also relates, of course, to the overall design of the family office for other purposes, whether it's been structured as a fund or the family office is, in effect, a general partner or a manager of a fund-like structure that can actually have a carried interest, which has a number of advantages in the structuring of family offices today.
1: Correct. One of the things we often look at, in addition to just the Compensation and retention is the tax efficiency of the structure, and carried interest can create some good tax efficiencies both for the employees and for the family.
0: What are some of the other special issues that arise in structuring compensation for family office employees?
1: One of the things we always have to concern ourselves with is what I call the mismatch of investment horizons. So, as you alluded to at the beginning of our talk, Ivan, family offices are often competing for talent with funds, for example. And funds tend to have a limited and specific investment horizon, whereas a family office tends to have a much longer investment horizon. So, in order to compete, you typically want to find a way to allow employees to monetize their investments, perhaps before the family is ready to do so. That creates a little bit of a mismatch between retention and the compensation elements of the structure, but that's something we need to look after carefully.
0: That one of those really unique elements of family office context, it does operate inside the financial industry and has to compete, but on the other hand, they have a different investment horizon and it's not a perfect match with a typical industry structures. Well, thanks, David.
1: Thanks you to everyone for listening.
0: It's been a pleasure discussing this topic in our family and family office podcast series with you to all our listeners out there thanks for joining and if you have any follow-up questions feel free to reach out to us at withersworldwide.com backslash family